nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. It come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew. Or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Butter crunch. 88. And I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter part to how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man.
A nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? i see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Butter crunch. 80 And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections <laughs> Okay, we're here What is going on guys? I don't think anyone has arrived yet but anyway, what is going on, guys? We are back with, yet again, another edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast since episode 96. This episode 96. <laughs> this episode 96 of the podcast, man. Um, we are four away from 100, man. Four weeks. Four Dang, weeks. I'm going to hit 100. Crazy. And then at... That's one month. 104, 104 is two years. So... Damn, crazy. that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, damn, crazy, bro. So 104. I keep but, thinking it's 102, but the yeah. year has 52 weeks. So I yeah, keep so thinking it's 102, but it's but it's 104. <laughs> just in your room, <laughs> setting off fireworks. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, man. So. Um, yeah, so this is episode 96 of the podcast, man, it's the first time watching, guys, do not know how this show works. Every Monday, we're on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday, we are on here with the news. Speaking of those two, I was finally able to get my computer to download, uh, last week's edition of the news, so you can now find, uh, 
Vince fires his own, his own son after Royal Rumble disaster. WWE still refused to release Mustafa Ali and more. That was last week's episode of news. And who is the free agent walking through Tony Khan's forbidden door? Notorious Unscripted episode 77 is now up on the channel. Uh, not only on the channel, but it's up on all platforms as well. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, come right here at 4 o'clock Central Time every Friday and uh, right after Monday Night Raw on Mondays to join us with the news and unscripted man. So, without that being said, um, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man, Sir K here. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. It's going good. Just chilling out. <laughs> Got to see some family today, man. Other than that, it's just been a normal out of the day. Had to put CM Punk shirt back up. That bitch fell at 6 in the morning. Woke my ass up. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, I, I literally just fell asleep, too. Yeah, I was going to say, wait. Like, I was, was going to say. crashed around. But um, other than that, bro, I'm good, man. I'm good. Just chilling out. Can't wait for rampage and dying light tonight definitely not smackdown oh man i'm just chilling man what about you yeah man i'm just excited uh for uh well tonight going out to dinner so nice yeah that's that's good for for valentine's day so uh yeah it's coming out yeah i'm stuck i'm stuck at work on valentine's day so that's great um and uh yeah man just excited we got our batman tickets me and you so we can go see that shit revolution weekend should should be be, gonna be a big Um, weekend hell yeah that weekend batman and wrestling so and what the hell are we going to see at revolution because the thing that's crazy about revolution it's literally days away from uh, Jeff Hardy's thing coming up, his Literally. no compete. So I think, man, uh, maybe that Owen Hart cup, or if they are going to put him with Matt Hardy, they'll probably, you know, put him in that show that's two weeks after Revolution. So yeah, you never bro. know. You never know, man. But and then, well, obviously, with uh, Revolution being a thing um, on March sixth, obviously, dude, so many free agents. But the reason I'm saying oh, that. And I guess we can start it off with this. Um, this is actually our biggest story, but it's whatever. This is what everybody this is. What everybody was. This is what's on everybody's mind and shit. Before we do that, we got Durante in the chat, man. What's going on, dude? What's going on? Thank you for coming back. He said, "What's up, guys? How is life going today? Life is good, man. Life is good. Just chilling. Yeah, can we rewind? Rewind to Wednesday night when Wednesday night became fucking." limitless yes we can because i know that's what's on everybody's mind so we're gonna cover that first we're gonna cover that first bro so jesus that shit was we're gonna yeah we're gonna go like you know in depth crazy how we do on unscripted man but this is obviously huge news uh so obviously not only did tony khan give us um switchblade on wednesday which 
apparently, I don't have the tweet here. Uh, I should have grabbed it, but uh, too late now. Well, he tweeted out that um, he didn't get Switchblade locked down until Sunday, Sunday yeah. night, uh, because he realized that he kind of butchered his own definition of Forbidden Door. Uh, yeah. Forbidden Door is usually for, uh, you know, people from other promotions, not a free agent. A free agent exactly. doesn't walk through the Forbidden Door because he's a fucking free agent. So, <laughs> thankfully, he uh, realized that he... Um, Realized that he butchered his own definition and he was able to lock down Switchblade, which is fantastic because while this man is stuck in the States, they had this poor man doing impact. He was in a feud with Violent by Design. He was in a fucking feud with Eric Young. I think you got it wrong. He was not in Impact, bro. He was in Mid-Pact because, man, oh, man. Like, bro, I can't take Impact seriously, bro. I don't know. Uh, that's just the sentiment. I saw a tweet about that, how it's like fucked up, and no one takes Impact seriously. How could we? What is there to take seriously Bro, about Impact? They, they, listen. They had Mickey James in the Royal Rumble. This is also a little side piece of news as well. WWE got Mickey James, oh, and yeah. Mickey James was talking about how respected she felt, and how this is <laughs> breaking burrs and. You know, the whole thing. She's she's breaking her burrs and whatever, oh, you know. <laughs> so, she shows up in WWE. They can't say Impact Wrestling. They can't say Impact Knockouts World Champion. They can't say Knockouts. They literally said the Impact Women's Champion. They didn't say, and, it, and the belt is called the Impact Wrestling Knockouts World Champion. Exactly. They had to cut so much of just off the title, bro. They Come couldn't on. say Impact Wrestling. They couldn't fucking, I was shocked they played her her uh, her Impact theme song. I, really I was shocked they played that as well, but Mickey James, man, you know, Mickey James shows up in the Royal Rumble, and the show after... They fail, or they didn't fail. They just barely went over 100,000 viewers. They hit 110. And this was supposed to be for representation and to get more eyes on impact, right? Literally. I've said it right before all that, right before the Rumble. WWE fans aren't going to go watch impact. Even if they saw people like Moose, they ain't watching fucking impact. What? And you know what? The way Shane McMahon was being a menace and tried to book himself, he probably would have been the one to throw over a moose. God forbid Cody Rhodes was in the Royal Rumble. He would have fucking... They would have had Shane McMahon throw him out, just like they did with Kevin Owens, to show their symbolism. Um, (laughs) Exactly, Durante says, Mickey James says WWE apologized to her, and she thinks WWE and Impact will have a working relationship. (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. I didn't know this was fucking comedy hour. Absolutely, dude. She is. WWE doesn't have a fucking working relationship with anybody unless they think that they can buy them. Exactly. They were working with Evolve, and then what happened? Who owns Evolve Evolve is dead. Did anybody talk about Evolve anymore? That was one of the hottest (laughs) little, like, local... Not even local. That was one of the hottest, like, little indies um, out there. And now... they just bought it and killed it. Yeah. 
now all those guys became NXT. You don't even hear about Evolve anymore. It's are they a thing? It, I thought they stopped doing that. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. I think they just bought the Evolve properties and all the contracts for the people they had, and just stopped. They just don't did no more Evolve shit. That could be why all those, um, I know like uh, Cora Jade's boyfriend, I, I can't remember what they named him. I think his name was like Shane Baxter or something. I, I know <laughs> I know he was an Evolve guy. Joe Gacy is another one. I know he did a lot of Evolve shit, so uh, Just I don't sign, know. Man. Don't associate with that company. Because if yeah, the only reason they'll associate with you, they could take over you. Exactly, exactly. And they simply got Mickey James because they knew that all of their Royal Rumble surprises were fucking trash. Mm -hmm. They knew it. They knew it. All of their Rumble surprises sucked. And, uh, you know, they, hey, you're the, yeah, barrier, what'd they say? Uh, uh, Company boundaries aren't a problem anymore. Okay, well, where is your representation still? Of your working deal. Yeah. Meanwhile, in exactly. AEW, we have Switchblade. We're eventually going to be seeing Osprey and Okada, I think, this year. Um, oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Uh, dude. And if it wasn't for the pandemic, you know how many more New Japan people we would see? Oh, yeah. I think That's 2020. I think mm -hmm. 2020, they were really going to ramp it up because Mox wanted to defend that title against Everywhere. a bunch of people and a bunch Everywhere. of promotions so also with mox going to other promotions how many people from those promotions were gonna come were over coming. and gonna do a little bit in AEW as well exactly exactly so when look at wwe they don't they think the like ah bro even after that mickey james shit i saw so many people come out no matter what happened in the future Mickey James was able to be at be in WWE as in in through impact and that's just an accomplishment in its own. No, it's not. They just needed yeah. a little buzz. And that's she all got, that's all she was there. Yeah, and she got thrown out. She ended up getting thrown out with they they barely filmed her in the match. No. She they barely up. filmed her in the match, and then she just got thrown minutes. out by Lita after a couple minutes, and and that was it, and that was it. Exactly. So, how's that for your fucking representation? You know what I mean? Stupid, Literally, stupid man. as hell, bro. Stupid as hell. But real Forbidden Door action happened on Wednesday, like I said, with Switchblade. Holy fuck! We'll go into that on Monday, but ah, uh, man, I, I I I lost my shit. Switchblade's oh, my bro. favorite one out of New Japan. And 100%. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Fire. You know, you know it's, 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 it's upsetting. It's upsetting that he's got the beard, but um, I'm getting over it. Growing on me. It, it, it is. It, it, it has. I remember at first hating it. Oh, at first. But, but. Man, he just he just had such I a cool miss. look. But now now I can't imagine him. Yeah, now I can't I almost can't imagine him without the beard. Exactly. Exactly. You know? So, but either um, way, he's my favorite one out of New Japan, so I I I let out a huge fucking gasp, bro, when I seen oh, when I seen him cuz I was I was hype as fuck, bro. Um oh, and we'll 
Well, I really want to go in depth onto what this means, um, but we'll do that on Unscripted when we talk about AEW, man. I, I, I think mm-hmm. this Unscripted is going to be uh, mainly an AEW heavy episode because I, 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 I'm, oh, I, I, I can't do this shit anymore. I want to talk about Raw. I, I want to talk about SmackDown. It, it just, it just mm-hmm. fucking sucks, man. It just fucking sucks. It sucks. Oh, we got Logan in the chat. What's going on, bro? He says, would have joined earlier. Oh, hey, it's all good, man. It's all good. You're here now. It's all good. Mickey James is the only reason why I hate any wrestling company using the forbidden door shit. Exactly. The way she overhyped it on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, you can, you, like, you can just see the, the drastic, drastic difference between WWE's term of Forbidden Door and AEW's term of Forbidden Door. I mean, AEW, I mean, during the pandemic era, we had Forbidden Door guys of Warhorse, Eddie Kingston. Uh, there was a Ricky Starks at the time. You know, a lot of those guys were coming in just randomly. Um, exactly, just to do it. And then we had Kenta come in and do some stuff. We have now, unfortunately, this is not a good one. Now, unfortunately, we have Rapungi Vice, who are just fucking atrocious. But, you know, it's still the Forbidden Door. It's the bad use of it. And now, we have the best one to date, the Switchblade. That is, uh, Thunder Rosa was one at one point. Exactly. Um, I believe, no, Serena Deeb wasn't, wait, no, was she, she wasn't, yeah, she was. or what, yeah, I think she might've been in the beginning, I think she might've been with NWA too, as well. Yeah, and then she ended up signing with AEW, she was technically forbidden door at first. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, man. we had, we had Kenta come in and do some stuff, I believe there was one other one in there, oh, um, Suzuki, Minoru Suzuki. Oh, yeah. You know. Suzuki, man. So before Suzuki. (laughs) Oh, uh, Kojima. Satoshi Kojima. Yeah, not really. You know, (laughs) not really the most ideal Forbidden Door, just like for Rapungi Vice, but still nonetheless a Forbidden Door. So, and then you go to WWE, and their use of Forbidden Door is Cameron, and (laughs) and Kelly Kelly, and Summer Rae. And Mickey James, which like we're all talking about now, she was barely filmed. They could barely mention. They barely mentioned the company. They barely. They didn't even say the real name of her championship. No. That title. Everybody knows the Impact. Everybody knows the woman's belt and Impact isn't called the Impact Women's Title. They're the Knockouts. They call just the Knockouts. Come on. Come and then on. WWE can't even say world. I mean, come on. What kind of fucking whack-ass forbidden door? Oh, Jeff Cobb as well. We've seen Jeff oh, Cobb. yeah, he did. He was an early, early forbidden door. Very early one. Very early. Yeah, man, but I don't know. I don't know, man. You know, <sighs> but anyway. So, Tony Khan. Tony Khan put this together on friday he said he's gonna have someone coming into the company to face isaiah cassidy and you know everybody was speculating everybody thought it was gonna be jeff personally i didn't think it was jeff because 
you know, if if Tony Khan was going to buy out Jeff Hardy's contract, why wouldn't he do the same for a Keith Lee or a Bray Wyatt or anybody like that? You know what I mean? Or like exactly. a Johnny. And, you know, WWE, WWE never makes things that easy. If they no, made they it to where, it. yeah, if they made it to where all you had to do was not accept 90 days of pay and you were instantly a free agent, everybody would do it. Everybody FDR would fucking do it. it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Brody, Brody wanted oh, out yeah. so bad he did not, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he did not Fuck. want to fucking... Pu- oh, That's my the God. Most biggest oh. example of that. Exactly. Pac would have left in a heartbeat. Oh, 100%. If that was the case. The minute he was released and they said, you're on your 90 days, he said, no, I'm not taking any pay. Cut me from it. So, you know, things like that with WWE. WWE does not let that slide. No. WWE does not. Oh, yeah. They want you to wait for as long, as long as they can keep you, which is 90 (laughs) days. Um, So... A lot of speculation on who this could be. Uh, midway through the show, it was brought to my attention that Samoa Joe was also a guy under Triple H contract who was a free agent now. And I was like, oh my god, that that would be so shocking. That would be like oh, a black no. situation where everybody kind exactly. of forgets that he that the thirty days is up and it's time all of a sudden. But um, a couple names were thrown around. Uh, Mustafa Ali. Everybody said uh, because he said. You know, Tony Khan, you know, kind of butchered his own definition, which kind of, like he said, which kind of led people to believe it could have been Ali. Somebody coming through the forbidden door that's um, going to be signing. Exactly. Exactly. So he kind of, you know, led people to coming up with that. I didn't really think so. I didn't really think so. Um, I can see Ali doing something like that because he seems very upset. But um, seems very upset. But uh, he he has a family. He does. He wants to get at least his monies out. Yeah. While he can. Absolutely. And I, I completely get that. Absolutely. So, um, you know, Karrion Cross was a name who you know definitely falls into that category. Jeff Hardy definitely falls into that category. Keith Lee, definitely, you know, all those guys, those were the top three for me. Um, WWE, uh, not WWE, God, who am I, fucking Jim Ross. AEW have Keith Lee debut, man, and I'm going to pop this up on your screen right now. As you can see, there it is, Keith Lee is all elite man so there you have it bro there you have it man Fire. keith lee is officially an aew man he came out looking so happy bro he had oh yeah uh, we'll talk about his theme song in a minute he had new music he had new ring gear not so mm-hmm. new but not a singlet with bear claws on it and gym basketball shorts. He came out. Oh God. This dude came out, man, looking so refreshed, so happy. He looks so happy to be there. He gets in the ring and I love this. He does his pose. He's, you could just see the excitement on his face and he takes off his jacket and he just opens it. And it's just no singlet. And it was just, 
beautiful. It was, it was beautiful, man. That's how it should be. Exactly. He... I keep seeing people all of the sudden coming out of the woodwork saying oh, Keith gosh. Lee looks bigger than ever. Keith Lee... Uh, what is it, man? Keith Lee, uh, Keith Lee was never that good. Keith Lee this, Keith Lee that. These were the same people saying, what are they doing? Why is he Bearcat? Why well, is he Bearcat? I can't wait to see him on a wall. Can't wait for him to get called up. He's going to be an amazing star. Dude, I love exactly. seeing those tweets. I love when people post those two tweets together. Same dude. I can't wait just for them to call up Keith Lee. Such an amazing talent. Keith Lee, why are they hyping him up so much? It's just Keith Lee. I love seeing that shit. It's so funny. Yeah, motherfucker. It's Keith fucking Lee. Keith Lee, game changer, bro. Instant. You can tell just by watching him in that ring, just his presence in AEW. You talk about somebody that just feels right uh, in that ring. You know, just seeing him in that AEW ring, ring, you talk about, you talk about somebody just feeling like somebody just looking like they just belong there. Exactly. And, and it's and Keith Lee. I can just imagine him already standing across the ring from a Kenny Omega, from a oh, Brian yeah. Danielson, from a mm-hmm. Adam Page, <clears throat> from an Adam Cole again. Oh, from that'll be cool to see. Someday down the line, I, I have a feeling we'll see Keith Lee and Killer Cross again. I see that. I in a, see that. In a, him and Punk. Bro, um, I mean, good God, him and Johnny again. Him and Puck. Oh, my God. Yeah. Half the fucking roster is a dream match. Him and Brody King. Come on, dude. Him and Black. Him and Andrade. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> here we're seeing so many eras of NXT Clash that we never got to see Clash. Exactly, I love you it. Know. Um, I love that shit, man. Keith and... Lee, man, what were you gonna say? Another thing about Keith Lee, mm-hmm. I saw a tweet and I didn't even notice it. Tony Schiavone was fucking marking on commentary, bro. He was. Bro, he was literally Byron Saxon levels when Kofi won. That was Tony Schiavone. Was out of breath, barely fucking talk, just marking out. I he loved was like, it. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's the big man. And man, <laughs> like during yeah. the match when fucking he threw Isaiah Cassidy, Tony Schiavone lost his shit, bro. That man can barely. That man. I have to go back and, I have to go back. I remember him marking during the entrance, but I remember oh. doing most of the marking myself during the match. Exactly. So. Hell yeah, man. But. Yeah, dude, what a fucking, what a, man, um, Jesus, it, it, it felt like, it felt like this, it felt like this was his, his, uh, his homecoming. It felt yeah, like he was, really he did. was coming home to where he belongs, bro. And you can just tell by watching him in that ring, man, uh, being Keith Lee again. Um, exactly. you can just tell, you can just tell he, he belongs, he belongs. And like I said, his presence in that ring, I can already just picture him standing across the ring from the biggest names that company has to offer, man. So hundred well, percent. and, and for all the names we just listed off, I'm sure there's a ton we're forgetting. There's uh, a ton more. And all the forbidden door ones too. And you know, 
Oh my God! You know, you know what I would love to see. You know what I would hmm. love to see. Um, Keith Lee versus Darby Allen. I would love would to see really that good. Styles clash, bro. I would Hell love to yeah, see that bro. Styles clash. But um, Keith Lee and Jeff Hardy. Oh, bro, man, Je- Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen. That's one of my. That's one of my big oh, dream matches, bro. One hundred percent. Um, yeah, dude. Uh. God, I like I said, I'm sure there's a ton we're forgetting. And I seen I seen that Brian Cage came out and said that he wants a piece of Keith Lee. Well, maybe you should talk to your wife about that. Maybe she could give you a match, but you know, you kind of kind of lost your contract because you just couldn't go talk to Tony yourself. Exactly. Um, Come on, it's a shame. Bro. It's a shame. But it Keith really Lee, man. Um, you know, I know Tony Khan, I know Tony Khan has been, uh, very smart and strategic on giving people contracts, um, uh, short-term contracts, you know, you can't really sign everybody to a multi-year deal, Keith Lee, along with Andrade and Black, all those guys are exceptions, 1,000%, Keith Lee is, yeah, Keith Lee is a guy that, um, Everybody keeps saying it, and it's so true. He will be the first black AEW world oh, champion. Yeah. Undoubtedly. 100%. Undoubtedly. And I've seen... I, I keep seeing this, man. It's like everybody's just trying to make this a bad situation. If I'm, if I'm Will Hobbs, I'm pissed because he's getting... He, he'll get a world title reign before I do. What I like Will Hobbs. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Tony Khan is down to take Shane McMahon's phone call. TK. Don't do it. Answer the phone and tell him he is not all elite. (laughs) Send him the graphic. Shane McMahon is not all elite. (laughs) It's amazing. The fuck? Um, Yeah, man, but... I keep seeing everybody trying to make this make this a situation. If I'm Scorpio Sky, I'm pissed. If I'm so those guys, the I'm... person in AEW is angry right now because they signed. Keith apparently, Lee. apparently, I'm pretty sure it's the opposite. But oh, one hundred percent. I'm pretty sure it's the opposite, but come 100%. on, man. You know, we talk <laughs> about you know putting people putting people in the the world title picture that are ready. No matter color or race, um, Keith Lee is more than ready. Keith Lee, you know, Will Hobbs, great, love him, great. not ready. Scorpio not Sky, not ready. Um, Just how and it is. he's it's how he's it is. Really good. Lee Lee Moriarty, I mean, in the ring he's ready as fuck, but uh, oh, you yeah. know, char- charisma wise, not ready. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I mean, these guys are just not ready, man. And, you know, it, exactly. I keep seeing this all over the place. Oh, if I'm these guys, I'm pissed. Why? Keith, they got to understand fucking Keith Lee holds a lot of name value. Forget exactly. about everybody. Oh, who is Keith Lee? He doesn't carry any na- Yes, he does. Come on, you. Oh, but when he was Bearcat on Monday Night Raw, when he was NXT champ under Triple H, he was the future, though, right? But now he's in AEW, and oh, he doesn't carry that much name value anyway. What? 
Keith Lee doesn't carry much name value. Do they not remember Survivor Series? Were they all loved? Oh him? my God! Oh, this is this guy's great. Put the NXT He's title on him. Have him win the Rumble. Remember that? But no. Exactly. But now he see it's just Keith Lee now. Okay. Yeah. Ridiculous. And watch. For all those people that loved Cross, oh, that guy's just smoking mirrors. He was just an entrance and a. Oh, I've but, seen that. But, oh, one hundred percent. But when he assigns to a major company, or um, that's what they're gonna say. But when he was in NXT, oh, oh look at this guy's guy. the future. This guy, he's a Vince guy. He's gonna have him take the belt from Roman. But now he's just smoking mirrors and Make this and that, and he's just a, get the fuck out of here, man. Bro, they do it every time, every fucking time. But with Keith Lee, man, with Keith Lee. Uh, in terms, in terms of his booking, in terms of his booking, you know, I, I just, I can hope they don't FTR him, uh, really because, you know, the the guy is just, I mean, like I said, you can just tell, it, like just him in that ring, just, it just feels right, bro. It just feels right. Exactly. It just feels like he was meant to be there, but. You know, I don't want to see him FTR'd in the sense. Um, no, I really hope in the, not. In the sense. Would you have him win the uh, Revolution ladder match? I hear a lot of people saying no. What do you think? Yeah, I would. I would. I love Same. Sammy. I love Sammy. He's great. But it's it's Keith Lee. You know what I mean? It's kind of in an answer in itself. He's a perfect man to win the TNT title. Have great... Keith Lee is one of those people that could do the... <clears throat> Weekly um, open challenge or bi-weekly open challenge. I think that would be a better format of it. He's the one to do it perfectly. Because he can have a match with anyone and make it great. Well, then, mm -hmm. the thing is, is he going to take it from Sammy? Because I got a good, mm -hmm. I got a good thing going here. Okay. My initial thinking is Keith Lee wins the revolution ladder match mm -hmm. then he gets sidetracked so keep him not keep him away from remembering that he has a revolution have him tweet out like i got business to take care of but when the time is right i'm coming for that revolution thing that revolution yeah, yeah. uh my my tnt title match have him get sidetracked now if you notice on dynamite darby said I want to be the new TNT champ. Andrade said, "Well, that's well, that's where our cross our paths cross because I'm going to be the next one." Revolution, Sammy Guevara, Andrade, and Darby Ooh, Allen. I think would be a great, good. great triple threat match. Now, you do what you did for Miro. On, put the belt on Andrade. It can be an absolute star-making moment for the man. Oh, yeah. Now, around... Customize it, too. That shit could be heat. 100%. Now, around double or nothing, or middle of the summer, you could maybe think about putting that belt, doing it Andrade and Keith Lee program. Hell, yeah, bro. Quite possibly something like that. Or... Another way with Andrade, doesn't really pertain to Keith Lee, he does have that history with Black. 
So he does. So you know, either he, way, it's looking to be some great shit for that TNT title, man. And imagine Keith Lee's colors for a TNT title, pink and blue. That, that pink would go would look hard. Amazing on that title. That would go hard, bro. That would go hard as fuck, man. So I think he definitely should win the TNT title, and then after he loses that TNT title, he could have a program, and then he'd go for the world title. I think. Yes. If I'm doing a little booking right now, not not none in detail, but um, Hangman's our current champ. I mean, you have said this forever. Um, for not forever, but for a minute now. Best person to beat Hangman, Cody Rhodes. God, people love Hangman. Cody. People hate Cody. All the heat in the world, man. You want a great baby face to beat Cody? Come on, man. Come on, yeah. Keith Lee will yep. get the pop of the fucking year beating Cody Rhodes. <laughs> beating. Imagine him pouncing him. Cody Rhodes, bro, oh or throw him across the ring. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Or yeah. people people want <clears throat> Keith Lee to win the world title now. I wouldn't say, but it could work the reverse way where Cody beats Keith Lee for the title to get ultimate heel heat. But I would do it the first way and yeah. Keith Lee beat Cody. Yeah. Um <clears throat> see you know the reason I think I would hold off until not even double or nothing, but middle of the summer or all out to mm-hmm. finally put the TNT title on, on a Keith Lee is because you don't want to make it look like you're just skyrocketing him to the top. You want to make it look like a bit of an organic rise, kind of. You want him to, you know, you, you kind of, and I think that would be kind of their own kind of cool way of like a money in the bank type thing is That's you true. earn this shot. From a ladder match, you can cash it in whenever you want. It doesn't have to be in the coming weeks or nothing like that. Um, You can cash it in whenever you want. I think that would be cooler because the way they do it now, you just win it and then like two weeks after you get the title shot and then that person always fucking loses. So it's like, you know, I would like it to opportunity. You cash it in. I mean, you can't cash it in like a money in the bank. Like you got to tell them in advance, like I want my shot next week. You know, exactly, you, but still you, have a shot in your arm. Exactly, exactly, bro. So I think that would be, I think that would be great. Um, or you know, if you have, uh, no, because you would, you would have to turn him by then. I was gonna say you could have Keith Lee win it and then have Wardlow take it from Keith Lee and then have to give it up to MJF, but I think that's too far down the line. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, that's that's what I would do, man. Maybe some like mm-hmm. Andrade and Keith Lee stuff, or you know something right. something along something along those lines, and then whoever takes it from Keith Lee, uh, that's a little too far into the future because you know yeah. you don't you want him to have you know a kind of yeah. lengthy reign with it. Um, exactly. You don't but, know who will be the big star at that point. To take exactly. Could be anybody. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I would do with Keith Lee. You know, like I said, don't have that. You know, have that title shot that he can. You know, have him get sidetracked. Have him start like a mini feud in the ladder match or something like that, to where that kind of keeps him busy for a little bit. And then whenever the time is right, like I said, not really double or nothing, but like middle of the summer uh, type thing or uh, all out ish. You know, around that time, exactly. I would have him take it. And like I said, you don't want to make it look like you're just 
skyrocketing him within weeks. You know, you want to give it a Literally. little bit of an organic build. Get put him on, yeah, put him on dark. Let him get his reps in. You know, let him shake off a lot of that ring rust, and you know he'll 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 be just fine, man. He'll be just fine. Put but uh, against the dark order on AW dark. Oh, you know how it goes. <laughs> AW dark order. Yeah, AEW Dark fucking orders, right? Every fucking God. show, every show is littered with Dark Order all over the place. But um, literally every two matches at Dark Order. I hate that shit. I hate Dark. Join the Dark Order. Alive. <laughs> no fake pop. The oh, it's such a fake pop. I fucking hate the fake Ooh. pop, dude. Everybody, yeah, like, dude, ain't nobody cheering like this for the fucking Dark Order. You're cheering for Brody Lee, motherfucker. Exactly. Ain't cheering for these the morons. Um, job squad. Man, Brody and Keith. I'm, I will forever be upset we will never see Wyndham come face-to-face -face with Brody. No, oh, my it. God, That's dude. Dream, man. That really that would have been... We always talked about that, bro. Like, what if The Fiend mm -hmm. popped up on Dynamite and just was staring Brody in the face? Bro? That would have been sick. That would have been sick. Um... Keith Lee's music. Everybody's a big fan of the NXT theme song. It's classic. Uh, it, it is, bro. Uh, you know, his second one seemed like Vince wrote the lyrics. Keith, um, Keith Lee. Competition will devour. Dude, I'm so surprised. I'm surprised it was that. Keith Lee, you know, what I mean, I'm surprised there wasn't claw noises and shit. Oh yeah, well, well, they did change it when he had the bear cat, and he didn't they use did. Born to bring it at all. It was literally, it was literally just bear. like cat noises. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck, Bro, man? What is he fucking a furry? Bro, cat oh my there? fucking god, dude! Fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Fucking bear cat, get the fuck out of here. Bear cat Lee. And then he was like growling during his matches. Oh. He was so animated. <laughs> oh, God. And now I'm so glad he's in AEW, man. That oh, was so some dog. That's behind I remember the whole summer we were like, man, we miss Keith Lee and Bray. Bray got released. And then they bring Keith Lee back. And we're like, what the actual the fuck? fuck? What exactly. is he doing, bro? And then this is the point where the WWE fans try to throw it in our face. Oh, you said you wanted Keith Lee back. Yeah, yeah motherfucker. I didn't want him to make cat noises. Exactly. I wanted Keith Lee. Not Bearcat Keith Lee. What the fuck? fuck. God damn. So hard about down. that. Bruh. I notice like, I'm like like just like slowly shrinking during the fucking. Down. I'm like, God damn. Why am I so low? I, I gotta shit. take it apart. But anyway. Yeah, so Keith Lee, man. Keith Lee, uh, what, what, what were we talking about? What were we talking about? Fuck. Uh, I think it's just Keith Lee's booking. Oh, his theme song. Book oh, his theme, theme song. Yep. So, yeah, so like I said, he was using he was using Born to Bring It, and, you know, I mean, it was better than whatever the hell his Bearcat song was, but it, it like I said, it just it sounded like somebody wrote the lyrics for him. Exactly. You know, uh, I mean, he's got a few lines in there where he like talks about his grandma and stuff. So obviously, those I think are like personal or whatever. But you know, it just it just it didn't hit the same. 
It didn't hit the no, same. No, it did not hit the but, same at all. But everybody's a huge fan of the NXT song, and you know both of those he sings himself. Um, so Heath Lee's AEW theme song sounded great for his entrance. Um, oh, listening yeah. to it, like the video of it. I don't know if that's, yeah, it's not really one of those songs. It's kind of one of those songs he kind of just, like, comes out to. Um, Yeah, and it's it's a good, like, Mark song. But, like, everybody was wondering, especially myself, why or where is, uh, why isn't Keith Lee rapping? So I'm going to turn you guys over this screen, if my OBS would let me. And this is a tweet from Mikey Ruckus. Uh, he says, tons of tweets asking why Keith Lee didn't rap his verses. I get it. It's part of his history. We discussed it briefly. But w- but what type of co-company would we be if we asked him to leave his wedding, his yeah. we- to leave his wedding weekend to get in the studio? Relax. Exactly. He's here forever. Remember, we're a multi- we-, we tell multi-audio stories. Man, oh man. Keith Lee, uh, with that tweet, uh, you know, his <clears throat> his song, I mean, his song is good, but I think it just needs, I think it needs, you know, I think it needs that Keith Lee in it, that personal touch that just fits what he's about so well, and that is him rapping his own verses, because uh, he's yep. great at it, we all love it. And it's it's gonna be it's gonna be some good shit when it happens. And like he said, what kind of company would they be if they asked a man to leave his wedding weekend to go studio. spit some bars, bruh? So, exactly. You know, it is what it is. Uh, it, we will we will get a new Keith Lee song a hundred percent. He he a hundred percent will be uh, doing Getting his verses at one point. But now himself. that uh, that's that's pretty much it for our. Um, Hour long marking of the bear cat. Um, oh, yeah, bear cat. <laughs> spe- Speaking of Keith Lee, AEW has no plans to sign Mia Yim. Dang. While the promotion have signed Lee, though there are no plans to add his wife Mia Yim to the roster. Sean Ross Sapp reported during a during a Fightful Select Q&A why AEW wouldn't be interested in signing the former Reckoning is unclear, but Sean Ross Sapp did note, and I quote, I, I don't want to get into the specifics, but ultimately if Tony Khan wants to bring someone in, he's going to do it. He has the final say and he'll make a judgment call, end quote. Yim has been a free agent since she was released by WWE in November of 2021. Prior to that, she had regularly performed on WWE since 2018. She spent a couple of years in NXT. I don't think, don't think any of that. That just Man. explains how she was in that awful group and stuff. Um, okay, I think top tier group. Thank you. That fucking group. Dude, um, the first version of that fucking group. Oh my the god, and they were all PC. fucking rioters in the they middle of all fucking riots shit. and shit. Oh my oh, god. Yeah, they chainsaw the damn ropes. <sighs> they done some crack, bro. It was some crack fiends. And they chased Michael Cole out that bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, bro. <laughs> I'll never forget when Michael Cole fucking dipped bro out that bitch. 
dipped, dude. Oh, left Corey. Bro just got up, threw his headset down, and ran. The knockoff Nexus, bro, was the original was Inception tough. of Retribution, and somehow it, it got, got even worse. worse. Somehow worse. we were introduced to Slapjack, Mace, and T-Bar, Reckoning, and what was gonna be Retaliation. <laughs> retaliation. And, um, fucking Christ. <laughs> the fuck? And then just Mustafa Ali. He's the only Literally. one that got to keep his name. <laughs> oh, Horrible man. fucking group, man. Horrible group. Well, maybe he but, almost didn't. That's why I can't wait for that Mustafa Ali, Chris Jericho. Oh, what man. Uh, uh, dude, Fuck. that Keith Lee one? Who? Oh, it's going to go crazy. Bro. Fuck. <laughs> Don't, I can't wait for that Mustafa Ali, Chris Jericho. <laughs> about Chris is Jericho. I'm about Chris is Jericho, bro. I'm right today. I'm about that Chris is Jericho. What? But yeah, man, they have no plans to sign me a yam. Kind of weird. Um, I think yeah. she will be in that uh, Owen Hart Cup for the women. I think so. But uh, with that, I guess that kind of leads me into our next point. Tony Khan tweeted out. Uh, I'm going to pop it up on your screen. Yeah, come on, motherfucker. I'm going to pop it up on your screen. AQA oh, is it. all elite. Um, she has been signed. All right. Uh, mm, I mean... Good... <clears throat> Good yeah. um, future kind of signing. Definitely. I think she said she was 25. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she did she did great. She did great yeah. in her, in her um, I mean, she was a, it's kind of sad how she looked a lot less green than Mrs. Jade. I'm that botch. <laughs> she looked a lot less green than the TBS women's champion did, which kind of, uh. Kind of, uh, you know, that's not just really, uh, you know, yeah, a little bit, just a little bit. Just a tiny but bit. AQA is now signed with AEW, and yeah, good for her. Um, I'm, I hope we can, you know, kind of see her do some stuff. I hope she's not one of these women that's just, like, incredibly uninteresting, like the likes of um, The Bunny and uh, <laughs> Layla Hirsch. Layla mm. Hirsch is good in the ring, but just so uninteresting, like... Or Abaddon. So uh, Abaddon is completely uninteresting. It's, uh, you know, I hope she doesn't fall into this category because literally so many women in, in this into uh, fall into this category, man. Really hey, Rage, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? What's up, Glad to man? have you back. I haven't seen you in a minute. <laughs> um... So yeah, they sign AQA, and you know this is this is a good this is a good um, this is a good you know signing I think for the the future of their company. But oh, just yeah. a little weird how you don't really have plans on signing the likes of a Mia Yim, but here we are with AQA, and I know there's going to be a ton more uh, Taya, uh, Tony, uh, Tegan Knox mm -hmm. or Nixon, uh, yeah Athena, you know. Um, she actually started her PWT stores today. I, I saw. seen. Oh my <laughs> god! I was reading her shirt and I was like, 
what the fuck is an American Joshi? (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, that says Joshi. I was like, oh, that's, that's not, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. The American Joshi. Joshi suck. Some of them. Uh, Okada, Okada's sister. Uninteresting as fuck. Just chilling. Uh, remember that chick that we would always make fun of when we said oh, Kenny Omega yeah. likes her because she looks like Okada, Ryo yeah. Mizunami. Mizunami, oh God, kill me. Rage says, "Just chilling. Saw you guys were live. Had to stop by. Yeah, thank you." Says, "How are you? How are you all doing? Thank we're doing you. good. We're doing good. How about yourself? Oh. Thank you for asking. Thank you. Hell yeah." Yeah, man, but they, you know, a little weird, a little weird that, yeah. you know, they kind of have no plans to sign a Mia Yim, but, you know, AQA, not saying that she's bad, nothing against her, but the, the parallel is just, just a little weird. With how weird the Mia Yim news is, I think it's more on Mia Yim's side right now, wanting not to instantly sign with them. I think Possibly. she's just waiting a little bit, just a couple months. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um... So, yeah, I definitely think we will see the involvement. TK, make that a 16-woman tournament. Uh, Go crazy with it. Open the forbidden door. Same thing with the men. Do not do eight. Eight is too small. Eight's lame. I want to do it. Yeah, 16, you know, the original cruiserweight tournament was... That might have been a 32, actually. But uh, the one... The, the one that Drake Maverick announced was 16-man, yeah. and it was long and great, and it was, it was incredible. It was incredible, man. It was incredible. But do 16, get all types of women, get all types of men from oh, get fucking Nick Gage, I don't know, Jay White, uh, Osprey, exactly. oh, a bunch of people. Just bunch get of people. everybody. Exactly. Just... Even if it's for a one-off, or you know, you have them advance and do a couple, you know what I mean. Get 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 people, man. Do a sixteen man for both, and it'll make it. It makes the tournament even more grander in the end. So, it'll it'll be a it'll be a great it'll be a great thing. It'll be a great thing. Um, oh, yeah, man. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Uh, AQA signs, and like I said, congratulations to her. I'm sure he, you know, gave her a smaller deal. I don't think he. Uh, locked her down for five plus years but you know so we'll just have to see um what she does man and hopefully like i said she doesn't get uh lumped into this bunch of women that are completely uninteresting and just are not it Um, exactly man exactly um yeah so uh with that uh as well another story we have is um uh, via Fightful Select, Isaiah Scott, or Shane Swerve Strickland, is reportedly wanted by AEW, New Japan, and more. And this is coming hey. from Fightful. Uh, oh, all right. And, um... Uh, it's okay if you don't want to send the tweet. We could just 
I'm just gonna use my original tweet and add, we are back live again. Oh, fuck, I never tweeted out the original one? <laughs> oh, fuck, tweet it out now. Fuck, it might as well. <laughs> I hate when I do that. How <laughs> oh, is there minus 32? I've done tweets way bigger than this one. Alright, let me just give it a minute for everybody to come back in. Annoying ass shit. I hate that shit. Durante's back. My bad, bruh. I uh, literally sorry. My OBS. Literally nothing wrong with the Wi-Fi or eh, nothing. Literally nothing. the OBS just disconnected and then it reconnected right after yes everything is good dude everything's good logan my obs i'm sitting here talking and i see the fucking there's a green light in the corner and it just starts flashing red and yellow and i'm looking at my wi-fi everything's fine nothing nothing's wrong at all and then i get the notification on my computer that my obs just disconnected and then right after our stream goes down it re-fucking connects like gee thanks what a hell. For no reason. That no shit is annoying. Reason. I fucking God, I hate yes. splitting episodes into two parts. Oh, I hate that shit. I hate when that shit happens. It's time. It's, it might be time for a, for a new computer, bro. It might fucking be. This shit. This I'm shit, telling you, dog. This shit's annoying as hell, bro. This shit's annoying as hell. It ruins the whole flow and everything. Thankfully, literally. we actually have. No, I'll tell you what pisses me off is when we literally have like one story left. And we oh gotta fucking God. do a 20 minute short. I hate that fucking shit. Shit's annoying. But everything's good now, guys. Everything's good now. I literally, like, I haven't. I... It just does it sometimes. It literally for no just for no reason. No reason whatsoever. So this is part two of 96, I guess. Um, if you missed the first one, if you missed part one, we talked for an hour about Keith Lee. We talked about uh, what his debut means. We talked about his music, and we talked about how we would book him. We talked about AEW not having any plans to... Um, we talked about AEW not having any plans to sign Mia Yim. We talked about uh, AQA signing with AEW. Um, so if you guys want to hear about all that, you go talk. Oh, and we also, I guess, well, we'll pick up there since we didn't really get to talk much about it but yeah never mind we'll just pick that up here it's kind of where we got cut off okay according to fightful according to fightful um yeah according to fightful select isaiah swerve scott or shane swerve strickland yeah. is reportedly wanted by aew new japan pro wrestling and more 
This is good for Swerve. Uh, he's another one of those guys I think we will see in the Owen Hart Cup tournament. And yeah, like I was mentioning in part one, you know, they need to add... Um, they need to add 16-man uh, uh, tournaments um, to these uh, Owen Hart Cups, and I think we'll see a lot of uh, big and exciting names in them. So, yeah, I think it'll be good, man, and I'm excited for them. Most definitely, man, most definitely. And in refining his quote tweet on this story, he said, whatever should I do? Question mark, question mark, and a bunch of exclamation points and thinking emojis, man. So, he... I think it's going to be AEW, but I can see him definitely going anywhere, doing anything, and yeah. it'll be amazing, man. I can't wait yeah. to see him. I think so as well, and another thing I'm glad about is I think that this might be the end of Hit Row. I think so. Because it looks like a lot of people just want him. Exactly. No one no one is talking about the other ones. Any, anybody. No. No. No one's saying I want fucking B-Fab. Yeah, if <laughs> if that if that group didn't succeed in WWE, man, a, a lot of companies are. Yeah, a lot of a lot of those a lot of those companies aren't gonna want anybody other than Swerve. So exactly, exactly. Know, that's kind of kind of where that lies, man. So uh, speaking of somebody who signed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> weird but uh via boogeyman's twitter oh i saw that boogeyman has signed a new wwe contract uh i hope this is some sort of legends deal i don't know what the hell this definitely is you know that shit's just a legend deal it's the show up when we need when we do a special episode of raw once a fucking year deal yeah yeah hopefully man so you know that uh you know i'm glad i'm i'm glad that uh yeah um, i mean congratulations to him i guess for getting a new contract you know he'll probably get released in a couple months but exactly he's, but he's on a he's on a legends contract I, I would i would assume i would hope they put him on a legends contract he is kind of up there in age but you never fucking know with this company they might oh, want to really man come back oh you never fucking know yeah, uh, um, that desperate yeah, not really, not really much to talk about there. I just hope to God we don't see this dude on television, bro. Hopefully it, not. Hopefully um, fucking not. Another legend. Another legend. On a recent edition of his podcast, Kurt Angle said that he was booked for mm-hmm. a three-week program into WrestleMania 38. Then WWE nixed those plans. And I quote, I went to the Royal Rumble. The WWE wanted to make me do a short program, but they ended up canceling at the very last moment. But at, um, but we went to the Rumble, my wife and I. I also did some documentary interviews the day before, mm-hmm. a photo op with fans, and I wanted to make it clear, and I wanted to make it clear, I am in no way signed with WWE. They were going to sign me anyway. But it was going to be a three-week program. It got canceled. And you know my obligation is to do the show. The Kurt Angle show. And that's it. Uh, We have learned learned that this is not entirely the case. But there is also some truth to what Kurt Angle said. Was it... 
We were informed by a tenured member of the creative team that the Kurt Angle schedule or the Kurt Angle or the, that the Kurt Angle ang, the Kurt Angle angle was never scheduled <laughs> for a main for a mania storyline. He was brought in for some he was brought in for the Royal Rumble to do some documentary interviews and such. There was an idea that Kurt would make his way back to television, but it was never given the green light. We were told that the three-week program he was talking about was a pitch, but nothing Vince ever signed off on. We might see a Kurt Angle. We might see Kurt Angle make a return to WWE programming at some point, but things don't seem that they uh, work themselves out this time. We were not able to return. Uh, we were not able uh, to confirm what would the what the proposed po- program for Kurt Angle was, but we were working to find out more details. Apparently, we never got any specifics on what it was supposed to be other than it was going to be something with RK Bro and the Alpha Academy. Okay. Okay, I feel like that's where you would fit if you were to do something. <laughs> Durante okay. says, what the hell is going on? Did Charlotte Android Elite Power Ranger Flare hack y'all just how she got the new uh, PC update? Jesus Christ. Dude, was it Charlotte that booted us off the air, bro? Did she take Could over our software? Is that what it was? She fucking mentally hacked into us, man. Fucking Charlotte and her fucking G5 battery pack. Jesus Christ. Dude, I know. Tell me about it, man. OBS, bro. Just booting us off the air. Unbelievable. For no fucking reason. Charlotte Flair. That's probably what it was. Jesus. Probably was, man. Probably... So Kurt Angle was going to be brought in to do something. You know what? I you know where I could see him in this. Hmm. You know how they have Kevin Patrick as the the guy that stands at the booth for uh, all their challenges. Yeah. I would love to see Kurt Angle in that. that I think that'd awesome. be great. Yeah, that'd I don't. I don't. I don't think uh, he. You know, knows. I don't think he knows. Or I don't. I. I. I I think him doing something going into Mania didn't make any sense. Not that he lied no. about that, but maybe he wasn't, you know, made clear. Um, because if if Randy Orton, yeah, because if Randy Orton's facing Matt Riddle at Mania, why would he have involvement with RK Bro in the Alpha Academy? Exactly. At that point, Alpha Academy is out doing tag team shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's it's just like that. They probably just told him Mania. They probably just had some random plan for this or. Saudi Arabia or whatever, man. But I mean, sucks. I love Kurt. Love to see him, man. But he truly is real. He, he reminded what he said about the podcast reminded him of us, man. He's got the obligation of the angle pod. We love to see it, bro. Fucking yeah. angle. Do the legend. Absolutely. Um. Speaking of uh, Vince McMahon isms. And things that Vince did not sign off on and whatnot. Vince McMahon's newest thing is he does not want Kofi Kingston and Big E referred to as the New Day. Why? What? What? I think think I'm going to guess his dumbass mentality. The New Day is a three-man faction. Xavier Woods isn't here right now. They can't call him the New Day. When fans think of the New Day, they think of all three of them. 
that I would guess that's somewhat along his fucking mentality about it. If it's not that, then he's really dumb. Because that's the most logical thing I could come up with with that shit. That was me trying to as logically make events as logical as possible. And that's still some dumb shit. You might as well pull a TK and start calling him the kings of the mm. new throne and the or, knights of the new throne and the, then when they're the all husbands. together they're the new day and then dude oh my god man let's god, see this a, a recent report from fightful select noted that vince mcmahon himself wanted kofi and biggie to be together on television while biggie was doing his singles run he preferred to keep him separate from any groups now that it's over for the, for the time being, Big E and Kofi are back together. Vince also offered one of his signature uh, Kirks, quirks. Kirks. Uh, I don't know what the hell that word is. When he moved Big E to SmackDown. And I quote, New Day member Big E was moved to SmackDown to rejoin his New Day teammates. In an interesting note, we were told that Vince was adamant that Kofi Kingston and Big E be referred to as New Day instead of being called Big E and Kofi Kingston, uh, which was which was how they announced Big E's first week back. However, internally on the company's YouTube, apparently the message didn't get through as they were listed as the New Day on both. However, the following week, that has changed, end quote. Vince McMahon is known for his various quirks uh, when it comes to when it comes to verbiage. Listing uh, lists of banned words circulated online for years. McMahon even specified roles for Mickey James when she appeared as Knockout Champion. Um, this gives little to no reason other than Vince McMahon just wants them to be called Biggie and Kofi Kingston. Exactly, man. Exactly. I try to make it as logical as I can, but who fucking knows the real reason? And, and it's crazy, too, because literally what you said, which is, the you know, the most Vince thing ever, wasn't even listed. He literally no. just put that because... Just because. He just preferred, preferred them being called not the New Day. So, they, so, let me get this straight. So, the New Day, their greatest rivals are the Usos. We all know that. Does anybody refer to that feud as Big E and Kofi Kingston versus the Usos? Exactly. We know them as the New Day. No matter what variation of the fucking team is a thing, you know, whether it's, Kofi and Xavier, whether it's Biggie and Kofi, whether it's Biggie and Xavier, whether it's uh, Biggie and Kofi. Dude, they've been working under this name for like, what, 2014? They've been working under this name for like eight years. They've built Literally. a, they built their whole legacy off of this name. Group. Exactly. And so why would they not call them that? That's so... That's so fucking stupid, man. And there's a, there's another argument if you want to, if I, I'm really trying to come up with reasons to make Vince unlogical, but it's still dumb. But maybe since they're well, for a, a big part of it being singles now, they don't want to mention the group, make it about the group. You could still call them the New Day, but do a single shit. You know that, right? You know what I mean? 
you, when Jey Uso goes and does Jey Uso random shit, he's still part of the Usos. When the Shield, they mention the Shield all the fucking time, especially when Mox was still in the company and they were around each other. They call him previously known as the Shield or this or that. Ah, dude. I think it's just Vince McMahon doing some weird shit again. Bro's gotten into something. Yeah, this is this this is usually one of the signs. Little shit like this. That means something big and weird is gonna happen soon. These are like the warning signs. It's yeah. like his skunk spray. Something's yeah. about to happen, bro. Yeah, I seen I seen they filed a trademark for like Kelly cancer or something like that and i was like oh god who's gonna get stuck with that name fucking eo shirai probably probably man who would have thought fucking walker would have got gunther good lord (laughs) this man's name is really gunther (laughs) and he did change it on instagram i saw he didn't change his ad but he changed his display name to gunther so damn yeah. Update on several uh, WWE returns. According to the Wrestling Observer, WWE are aiming for Asuka and Bailey to be back and ready for Mania. Mm. They're also expecting Lacey Evans to be back soon. Yay. Uh, Lacey Evans. Yay. Just the person I want to see. Um, <laughs> Asuka... I seen Bailey tweeting a lot about that elimination chamber thing. I can totally see it being Oscar though. I could. Uh fuck man. If you wanna if you wanna have Becky Lynch face Ronda Rousey, you obviously do not want that title versus title. I would have Bailey win and take the belt from Bailey or Becky at Mania. One hundred percent. That's one hundred percent what I would do. Easy. That shit would go crazy. We need oh. Bailey. And when we need Bailey, she needs to be a champion. Yes. Yes. Especially because last year at WrestleMania, she was shafted. And last she year, shafted. she was supposed to face Becky Lynch. She was supposed exactly. to face a returning Becky Lynch. So put Bailey in the match, have Bailey win it, and have Bailey actually get her spotlight at Mania and not be. She wasn't even the host. She just came no. out there and just did, did a little Maybe. promo segment on the stage. That was it. And got thrown down the ramp by the Bella Twins. That was so disrespectful. She fucking her and Sasha carried that shit in 2020. That's what they get. Shit ain't right. Yeah, man. So Asuka is good to see Asuka back. And it's good to see Bailey back. And then then Lacey Evans is there. (laughs) She'll be there, I guess. Yeah. At least that's a woman they could actually use, though. At least had someone else yeah. to the roster. Yeah. Fucking hell. It's better than fucking nothing. WWE filed for a new trademark for an event. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it an event? I don't know. Uh, somehow even worse. <laughs> when do you hear the name of this? The latest filing for the name... The, the latest WWE filing is for the name WWE 
WWE Sunday Stunner. What? Sunday Stunner? What is that, a fucking ice cream bar? <laughs> what? what? What could that be? That's gotta be like some stupid show they're gonna be doing on Peacock. Sunday Stunner. Sunday Stunner. Huh? It's... What? It's definitely having something to do with Stone Cold. The... The trademark is otherwise unremarkable and followed the standard WWE trademark protocols. Protection was filed for the name on February 3rd, 2022. Hmm. WWE President Nick Khan has been pushing for new streaming rights deals in the United States and aboard or abroad. Um, Khan sees a great opportunity to expand the brand to more buyers that are looking for live entertainment and sports content. WWE Sunday Stunner could be a part of that strategy. Oh, God. Kill me. Fucking kill me. This may be another, kind of how they had, like, Saturday Morning Slam a while ago. Something like that. Sunday Stunner. Holy fuck. Can it be Sunday suicide for me, dog? What the dude, fuck? can you come up with a better fuck? Can you come up, dude? Can you come up with any worse any of names? Main event, Sunday stunner. What? Just say, say, make it something cool, dude. You, what the they hell? only evolve name. Use evolve. Use their name. Something. Sunday Night Evolve or fucking something, man. Something, bro. Good lord. What the fuck? What the hell are these names, dude? Sunday Stunner. I don't even know what to say other than I can't wait to fucking see what kind of garbage we get out of this. Dude. Mike C. Viron, Sunday Stunner. The fuck out of here. Hopefully it's not some stupid pay-per-view for NXT or something. Oh my god, I can see it. NXT, Sunday Stunner. Ah, fuck, kill me. Ah, horrible. Atrocious. (laughs) What the fuck, man? You come up with some better names. You need to worry, especially because we got this news that came out today. We are getting another WrestleMania backlash. Yay. The Dunkin' Donuts Center... In Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> what the what fuck? The fuck? What kind of fucking arena name is that? The Dunkin' Donuts Center. Bro, what? The Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island has announced that it will be holding WrestleMania Backlash on Sunday, May 8th. It looks like... It looks oh. like they're moving away from the... Uh, Saturday, at least for now. That's good. That's well, good. that's the day before um, my niece's birthday, so hopefully I'll be doing something other than watching oh, WrestleMania Backlash. You got your free excuse, got your free pass out. This will be the hopefully second year in a row that WWE... <laughs> <laughs> this will be the second year in a row that WWE use WrestleMania Backlash name. Dude, that's the dumbest name ever. Like, the whole point of the backlash name is to, it's the backlash. You don't, you don't need 
to put WrestleMania before it. It, it, it I don't get it. And it just sucks. It just it's, fucking sucks. It, it genuinely, genuinely just... Logan blows. says in the chat, what's wrong with just backlash? I don't fucking it's, know. I don't know. What is there more reading to that? It's just backlash. It's like how people apparently don't understand control your narrative. It, you just read it. That's the whole meaning behind it. Same with backlash. Don't know why you need to put mania behind it. No, in front of it. not at all. <clears throat> I remember at one point there were rumors they were going to do a WrestleMania fast lane. Oh my god. Like, uh, late last year, or like, oh, like fall last year. What the fuck? I'm glad. I really hope they, I don't think they are, but I really hope they don't even do fast lane anymore. And then, oh, me too. It. And, that, and then there was the rumors just recently of the WrestleMania oh, chamber. chamber. Like. Do you guys need to get seats that bad where you need to trick people with the WrestleMania name? WrestleMania SummerSlam. Res oh, <laughs> WrestleMania, WrestleMania Royal Rumble. Rumble. Yep, <laughs> I could see it. The, the WrestleMania Rumble. <sighs> they would do Christ. it. What is it? Oh, they, you don't. You never know with this goddamn company anymore. How awful. How, How terrible, awful. bro. W Speaking of WrestleMania... WWE are now looking for new major attractions after Shane McMahon's firing for a non-title match for WrestleMania, according to WrestleVotes on Twitter, as Shane, Mc as Shane McMahon's match was scheduled toward the top of the card prior to his exit. First of all, Shane McMahon does not got that drawing power. No one gives a shit about Shane McMahon on TV. That. I'm sorry. You're looking for an attraction. You had one. The attraction is our title and thumbnail. Keith Lee. He's an attraction. He's someone you want to go and see. Um, you had Alistair Black. You had Andrade. You had Walter. Now Gunther. He, Gunther. Gunther is not an attraction. Walter is an attraction. Come on. Um, and... <laughs> Shane? Shane is not no damn attraction. What? Get the fuck out of here, bro. Now, Logan says, these them. premium live event names get worse and worse every year. They really do. Dude. So you're telling me. So you're telling me. You're genuinely telling me. Genuinely. That mm. you were going into WrestleMania this year. And you're big. So, so, so you go back to AT&T Stadium. Mm -hmm. You go back to Dallas. You go back to Dallas for WrestleMania. And your major attraction is Shane fucking McMahon. And who the fuck is he going to face that's going to garner any interest? Because if I remember correctly... Anytime Shane has a WrestleMania match, it fucking sucks. It sucks. And the people they're interested for is his opponent. KO, yeah. this person, that person. They're always more interested in his opponent. Like, he's not an attraction. Not in the slightest. What the fuck like, is wrong with this company? 
Shane McMahon was their major attraction for WrestleMania. So that's what you think everybody was going to fucking bust out the woodworks for. Oh, shit. We got to buy tickets. Shane McMahon's going to be on tonight. Everyone's going to be wearing Shane McMahon shirts and shit like it's fucking Bullet Club. Shane McMahon. No. (laughs) You fucking dumb. What the fuck, man? Dude. Your major attraction for WrestleMania are all released. Bray Wyatt. Brain you don't think people would want to come out to see The Fiend? Fucking Macaulay Culkin fucking refunded his tickets one year because The Fiend wasn't champion coming into you Mania. Don't, you, don't think, you don't think people would have wanted to, to come out and see uh, Roman Reigns versus Keith Lee that I pitched. I Literally. pitched about a year ago when he got called up. You that would have been, been an attraction. That would have been amazing. Uh, who, who, Walter uh, and Bobby Lashley. Bro, Walter versus Brock. AJ versus funny. Roman. Those are attractions. Exactly. You're giving us another Brock Lesnar match, and you thought Shane McMahon with you're you're giving us another Lesnar match with Roman, and you thought busting Shane O'Mac out the fucking woodworks was gonna was gonna, was gonna sell him. you some tickets. Everybody Holy walk fuck. Around. Shane McMahon, he's here. What? Everybody's People are putting Shane McMahon shirts on their fucking wall. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Talking about Shane's an attraction. Well, talking about people are walking around like it's Bullet Club and shit, bro. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, man. Wearing his fucking stupid ass baseball shirt. Oh my god. What the fuck, bro? Fucking McMahon. Bro's coming out Come in on. fucking joggers and shit, wearing a baseball jersey, and everybody's everybody's got their Shane McMahon merchandise on, like we're fucking, oh my, like it's Bullet Club Reunion Day. Exactly, bro. <laughs> Most interesting thing about the fucking guy is what Jay-Z's wearing when he's coming out tonight. What the fuck? God. Yeah, um, and, then, and then there's actually this story that just came out on Shane as well. Attraction. Tony Khan is down to take oh, Shane McMahon's phone call. I haven't read oh, this sweet. yet, but oh, Khan mm-hmm. recently sat down with Fightful to share his own two cents on the speculations around Shane McMahon and AEW. He told the outlet that he hasn't heard from Shane, which isn't a surprise. He says, and I quote, um, I'd certainly take the call. I'm sure he'd be an interesting person to talk about wrestling. I'm not sure exactly. I'm not sure exactly if he would be a fit. I have not heard from him, and I don't expect to hear from him. But in this business, you never know. End quote. He said that about his personally, uh, about his uh, uh, professionally, and uh, he said that about as good as um. He could have. He without traction. Exactly. Um, yeah, just kind of, you know, guy's not really a, he wouldn't really be a good fit, but I'll take the call. I talk about, I love how TK says I talk about wrestling with him because TK is just a fan. Just talk about wrestling. The mark he is. Love it. That's probably the best response you could have to be asking about Shane. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you don't want, you don't want anything, you know, where you're kind of just like, oh yeah, fuck that guy. But he kind of, you know, said, you know, I'd take the call. He'd be interesting to take, to talk wrestling with, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to hear from him. 
but uh, you know, um, he he doesn't he he's not really a fit. A Tony Khan knows yeah. better. He's ain't shy to fucking Shane McMahon. Logan exactly. Says, Logan says uh, I would buy tickets to see Shane. That's why I can't <laughs> wait for AEW to get him, so I can get AEW tickets to see my savior Shane McMahon. I, I got, got my Shane jersey on my wall <laughs> right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right next <laughs> to my Aaron Rodgers jersey. Just fucking Shane McMahon. This stupid yeah, ass Aaron fucking Rogers. baseball <laughs> shirt, bro. And dumbass shit. What the hell, oh, bro? bro? Bro was really trying to main event WrestleMania and shit. Bro really was. Oh, bro was about God. to toss fucking Brock over like it was nothing. <laughs> bro was a menace. Bro was oh. on Demon Town. Bro, he was, bro. Oh, my God. Shane McMahon. All right, man. And as for uh, this is actually the last story we got for today, man. Tony Khan speaks on signing new wrestlers to AEW. Khan addressed this by saying he can't renew all the contracts that are that are about to run out since a lot of new signees are on the way. And I quote, when we started, a lot of people had contracts that were a couple of years long. A lot of them are coming up. I really have tried to stay very considerate of the people on the roster, especially going through the pandemic. I kept a lot of people contract. Uh, I kept a lot of people under contract, even though I wasn't necessarily using them on television because I wanted them to still have paying work. Uh, really, only two only two places were running, and the other place was cutting people left and right. Now with so many wrestlers coming up, I can't renew. I can't renew all the contracts. I've I have made some tough choices based on ability, fan response, or both. I try to maintain the best roster I can for the company and fans. Okay. Uh, this is this there was a, another another great quote from TK here. I mean, whenever people try to you know keep, whenever people try to compare. Tony Khan to Vince McMahon, it's it's uh, it never works. Yeah, it never works. Um, everybody, oh, I you hear it all the time. He's just as big a piece of shit as people say Vince is. No, he's not. Tony, listen yeah. to this, bro. Listen mm-hmm. to this. I wasn't necessarily. Uh, oh, I kept a lot of people under contract, even though I wasn't necessarily using them on television because I still wanted them to have paying work. Is that something Vince no. McMahon would do? Uh, clearly no, not. This dude no, let go so many people. He's not exactly. keeping Mustafa Ali because he wants him to have paying work. He's keeping no. Mustafa Ali because he doesn't want him going anywhere else to have paying work and a load of fun doing it. He wants yeah, exactly, him man. to... He doesn't he give a shit it. if he has paying work and he doesn't want him to go anywhere else. Exactly. That's man. why Mustafa Ali is still under contract. Vince doesn't do that because he does the opposite. In the prime of the pandemic, he was releasing dozens and dozens of people just to fill his own pockets. Come on, bro. If that on. doesn't tell you that's an asshole, I don't know what does. Tony Khan took personal hits out of his own pocket. Exactly. Out of his own pocket. Uh, still signing the likes of an Eddie of a Ricky mm-hmm. Starks, of an FTR, uh, all those guys that came in around that time, Brody, you know, right at the very beginning of the pandemic, Matt oh, Hardy, yeah. 
you know, those guys, those guys were, were signed. Those guys were exactly. signed, man. Um, and, and that was in the midst of a pandemic. And, and there was Tony Khan was giving, and, and not to mention Dark, what this man did for so much indie talent on Dark. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. Just giving uh, people jobs just so they can make money. Exactly, bro. Exactly. So, and, and TK, we understand, man, the free agent market is insane at the moment. You got Cross, Jeff, Morrison in a couple days, uh, Wyndham, Johnny, uh, Mia Yim. You got all these, you know, women and men and, you know, all these. Yeah, stuff, all these eventually. Uh, of you course, bro. You got the all these people. Needs. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, it's, it's you know, we always talk about how AEW really just kind of needs to let a lot of people go because a lot of people have just had failed runs. Uh, we have heard Leo, Brian, Marco Stunt, and um, mm-hmm. uh, Joey Janela, Brian Cage is uh, um, also. So, you know, all these guys, and, and there's there's a lot more. Unfortunately, there's a lot more, man. You have the likes of a Sunny Kiss, the Hybrid, TH2, um, so many, and then a bunch of people. I'm, I'm I know I'm forgetting about man, but just a, a bunch of people that you know, best friends. Yeah, fucking, yeah. A lot of just guys that just aren't it, and just don't fit like that in AEW, man. And just how it is, man. You shouldn't release them, but I wouldn't resign them. That's no. just how you do it, and that's the way TK does it. Which is yeah. that's the way it should be done. Yeah, and yeah, it, it's it's you know, a you gotta you gotta respect Tony Khan for you know giving the talent a sense of of, of job security that is uh, exactly. so precious nowadays. Um, because you know, like I said, this this dude, you know, as when WWE was releasing everybody, Tony Khan's actually letting contracts expire. He told that person three years ago. I want you here for three years. That's what they committed to. Three years, exactly. nothing more than that. He didn't promise them anything else. And now that three years are up, he, you know, it's it's time to it's time for the company to move on. And he does things the right way. H C K wrestling in the chat. Hello everyone. I wish I'll have a good evening. Of course. Thank you, you for more. stopping by. You Thank you for stopping by. You too as well. Um, and yeah, man, that's that's that, bro. That's that. So exactly that's that's the news that's the news for the week nothing much man nothing nothing too crazy this week man nothing too crazy not a so, big week other dynamite but, it was a really slow week yeah yeah of course so like i said well with our luck something will drop at seven o'clock or later tonight and wwe will go ahead and release a bunch of people but um uh seriously though uh, again i apologize i apologize for the difficulty that we had with my OBS disconnecting. So this is part two of episode 96 of the news. Part one, like I said, we talked about Keith Lee. Uh, We talked about what his AEW debut means. We talked about his theme song, and we talked about how we would handle him. We talked about AQA signing with AEW and AEW having no plans to sign Mia Yim. So if you guys want to watch all that, that's the first part of the news. That's going to be in part one. Uh, and this is part two with all the other stories. So again, I apologize for my OBS shutting down. It's ridiculous. Um, ridiculous, man. Durante says, y'all hear WrestleMania backlash Sunday 
May 8th. Yes, we did, man. Yes, we did. And it is, it is atrocious. It is atrocious. Um, I don't know. I don't know what this company, man. This company, eh. WrestleMania Backlash is returning. I don't know what's wrong with just Backlash, but... Yeah, like I said, we, we already talked all about that, man. But, uh, yeah, just utterly, utterly ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. Exactly, man. Um, yeah, man. So, with that being said, I guess that's going to do it for this edition of the news. Once again, I apologize for this being split into two parts. I fucking hate when that happens. I always but hate when that happens, man. But it's annoying. Good thing so. we didn't do one story left. That would have been really annoying. Yeah, we have a fucking ten-minute part two. We got a decent... 40 minute episode here so it is what it is man but with that being said with that being said that is going to do it for this edition of the notorious heels podcast episode 96 once again once again you guys it is always always a pleasure for my johnny mayhem and uh sir k and that's gonna do it for this edition of the notorious heels podcast this has been episode 96 ladies and gentlemen thank you guys for all stopping by and please like comment and subscribe and we will see you guys on monday with notorious unscripted we'll see you guys then peace